You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. We are on episode seven. I'm your host, Kiki, here with my co-host, Tori. Hey, what's up? It's episode siete. Oh, yay. I think I pronounced that one right. Yeah, she also counted on her fingers again. Stop it. No shame. (laughs) (laughs) And our faithful producer, Will. I just want to say I missed everyone while we were away. Oh, I missed you too in the five minutes that I was out. Uh, All right. And our episode today is brought to you by National Credit Card Relief. If you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy and it's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now at 1-800-218-7170. There's no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call 800-218-7170. 800-218-7170. That's 800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved and call 1-800-218-7170 today. And we're back. We have with us a couple of special guests today. One very special guest, um, but we have a special additional co-host with us today. And that returning. is a returning guest who's really an additional co-host. And that is Kaya Leanne. Welcome back. Hello. I'm still a donut. She is still a donut. <laughs> and she looks exactly like a donut, which you will see if you uh, follow our Instagram page. Yes. And we have our cosplay guest today. You may have seen her on Instagram as characters such as Scarlet Witch black cat um oh god i'm pulling it up hippolyta which is my new favorite one or (laughs) lady death correct yes Yes. that is correct and that is rowan rain cosplay welcome yay thank you this is super fun i haven't done a podcast in forever yay we're so happy to have you i have seen you at conventions and like admired you from afar or like in some cases (laughs) like astronomicon across the aisle and been like oh she's so cool she probably doesn't want to talk to me (laughs) i am not that cool i felt that way too okay but if you've seen her cosplay you would totally think that um if you follow along on instagram while we're doing the interview her cosplay page is rowan underscore rain underscore cosplay so it's you wordy. can check her out. <laughs> it's what? It's wordy. It is not the wordiest, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's Rain with an R-A-Y-N-E. Mm-hmm. But you probably know that if you looked at the title of this episode. So hopefully. Um, what got you started into cosplay? So it's kind of funny because when I finally was old enough to start going to the bars and stuff, I... I grew up in a house where Halloween was not celebrated. Let me just preface all of that by that. I had like crazy religious parents. And so I was never allowed to celebrate Halloween. So when I got older and moved out on my own, Halloween became my favorite holiday ever. And I went all out. 
costumes. Like, I wanted to make everything from scratch. I didn't want to show up to a party with the same, like, leg avenue, like, sexy cop or naughty nurse. And so I started making costumes when I was, like, 21, 22. And um, going along with the whole, like, super homeschooled nerd thing, I was also always a nerd into, like, comic books, comic movies. Mm -hmm. I was a huge Lord of the Rings, Star Wars fan. Those were my favorite movies growing up. I watched them constantly. Lord of the Rings extended Mm -hmm. versions. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so... Um, I went to my very first convention with my friend, who's not my roommate, uh, five, oh no, six or seven years ago. And I didn't cosplay, even though I had some costumes that were comic-y. I just was nervous and didn't really know what to expect. So I went to Motor City Co- Comic Con and was blown away. Like, all of the costumes everywhere and everybody w- was so friendly and supportive and, like... I just fell in love with it. And so from that date, I decided to make my first like big costume build, which happened to be Lady Loki. And so the very first time I cosplayed was in uh, Orlando. I went to Megacon in Florida and it was the best experience ever. Like that was five and a half years ago. Okay. And I I never looked back. So I try and make three or four a year since then. And it is just, it's the best. Like, I feel like the community is so supportive and everyone is so cool and nice. And you're just, like, hanging out with your family. Like, it's not even, like, you. I can go to a convention by myself. I usually don't, but I can and still, like, hang out and make friends and nerd out with other people about who you're dressed as or who they're dressed as and it's just the best that's really cool yeah yeah um how do you choose the characters that you cosplay (sighs) that is hard um so a lot of it goes to like characters that i've always really liked um like for my First example, like the Lady Loki. Loki is one of my all-time favorite characters. And on top of, I definitely like to cosplay male characters a lot just because you get a little bit more artistic freedom because obviously it's not going to be like accurate if you're doing a female version of a male. Yeah. So you kind of get a lot of wiggle room and less people that are like, well, that's not accurate. Well, that's not what the book looked like. Um, so I've done Deathstroke, which I loved. Um, but a lot of times it's – I try not to do ones that are, like, crazy common, even though, like, there are a lot of characters that I like that are really common. Mm-hmm. I try and do something a little different just so I'm not dressed the same as a lot of the people there. But that's just, like, a personal thing. Yeah. Like, um, But, yeah, it's it's mainly that and then – um, like, I have some characters that are my favorite characters, but their costumes are a little bit more simple. I I love doing casual cosplays, like, on a Sunday. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. Um, and then on, like, a Friday or Saturday, taking that and doing something that's, like, really visually interesting. I try and do at least, like, one armor build a year. Like, the Hippolyta was my one Okay, this year. And... I try not to do too many, like, 
really intense ones or I will burn myself out really bad and get frustrated and throw things at the wall and <laughs> and my house gets destroyed and there's crap everywhere. So like it really just boils down to characters that I really like as well as like costumes I find really visually interesting. Okay. I just stalked your Instagram page because I really wanted to see your Lady Loki because <laughs> Loki, Loki was my first cosplay that I did. Really? Like a female version. And oh my gosh, it's so good. I Thank love you. it. <laughs> horns though. So the horns I did not make. They're still really pretty. But yes, I ordered those bad boys off someone I found on DeviantArt that lived in Russia. Oh, and wow. And they were just in Russia. <laughs> I just had a DeviantArt flashback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Like it was. Way back I, then. I had no idea where to get places or pieces and stuff like that like because it was my first one that I made yeah. so I just like was googling over and over again I found a pair that I loved that this girl was wearing in just a random photo and I contacted her and asked her who made them she gave me their art link and I like, contacted her I'm like do you like do custom pieces like the shipping was honestly more expensive than the horns oh yeah uh, I don't doubt that <laughs> didn't you like make a bunch of like Best Loki cosplay, best Marvel cosplay list. Like when you post yes. one pictures of that, like yes. that was. I just remember that, that was one. So crazy. fun, yeah. There, there were a couple articles that were like best female Loki cosplays, and like I made the list a couple times, which was super flattering and exciting. Oh, good for you! Yeah, I'm so proud for you. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. That's super cool. What um, if you had? Unlimited means, unlimited <laughs> skill sets, everything. What would your dream cosplay be? So I feel like I at least make some attempt to do like right now, like my absolute dream costume. And I really want to try it is uh, Zach Fisher's Valkyrie design. It's so beautiful. And like I love Valkyrie and it's a lot more complex than um what the comic version is like she's got like Mm -hmm. a ton of armor there's like fur there's like a crazy cape like that's super high on my list but like it is the armor is crazy detailed it like is beveled and it's got like etching in it and it's just it's definitely more advanced than any type of thing I've ever done but I've been sitting on it for a while and my friend Shamara who I think you met with me when I was at Motor City this yes. year. Um, we were talking about me doing like the comic version and her doing the movie version and like going together like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But th- that one has been on my list for a while and it's like my dream. I don't want to like come right out and say I'm for sure doing it because I might not be able to do it. Right. But I am going to try really hard to make that one. <laughs> yeah. That, that's really cool. And that's, um, I saw it someone's cosplay of that in yes. the that we're in and it was gorgeous. I know. I so. commented on it and I'm like, oh my God, I saw it. now this makes me not want to do it because I don't think that I can make it that good. Her armor looked so amazing. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> but you totally can. It's just I know it's it's daunting. It's now. so daunting. Yeah. But again, I actually have found more of a love for armor than I do for sewing. And when I started out, I only did sewing. And left like props and armor to uh, buy, and 
I prefer doing the the whole like painting and weathering and all that. That's so much fun. So would you say that's what makes armor more appealing to you or working with the materials? What is it? Um, I would say my favorite part about doing armor is like the detail work, like painting and then doing the antiquing stuff and like marking it up so it looks worn and destructed and like it's just I like painting and drawing and that I'm not that great of it at it but I feel like with a weapon if you have some type of guidelines Mm -hmm. it's just crazy how you see like a piece of foam and it's just like this plain black blob of foam and then you paint it with one coat and it's like I don't know it's not looking that great and then all of a sudden you start doing like this detail work and like the antiquing glazes and all that kind of stuff. And it suddenly like looks like metal and it's the best. Yeah. It's super cool. Like all the illusion that you can create. Mm-hmm. With it. Yeah. It's crazy because they're essentially like yoga mats. That's all it is. Yeah. I've ordered many yoga mats. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them for yoga unless you have one for yoga. I have none for yoga. I hate <laughs> yoga. <laughs> the passion. <laughs> no, that's that's really cool. Um, I t- my mind just blanked. Uh, Tori, hi, hi. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask? Do what is your favorite convention memory? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so one of my favorite characters, as I mentioned, is Deathstroke. And I met Manu Bennett at MegaCon, um, the actor who played Deathstroke. And this is going to, like, sound ridiculous. But, like, when I met him, I was in my Lady Loki costume. And I was, like, super flushed because, again, it was my first cosplay experience. But I wanted to meet him. I paid for his autograph. And, like, he grabbed my phone out of my hand and, like, took, like, ten selfies with me. And then made, like, a slightly suggestive comment. Oh, my God. And I was like, is this really happening right now? So that was probably my first one just because, like, I don't know. Like, he's one of my favorite actors. And he was, like, obviously he's probably like that with all of his fans. But, like, it it was super fun. And then this year at C2E2, I got to meet Chris Claremont, who wrote for the X-Men back in the day. Okay. And I had a chance earlier that year to interview him over the phone about a documentary he's doing and getting a chance to meet him in person and sit down and chat with him like a little bit. And I got his autograph and like it was so freaking cool. Like he's That's like really a god. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, um, what character do you, do you have the most fun cosplaying as? usually any character that's a villain (laughs) I feel like they're a little bit more fun to um, like interact with people as and I think like probably again Loki just because like he's super recognizable and like Mm -hmm. again it was super fun like when little kids would come up and realize who I was and they'd get really super excited and freaked out and want a picture and stuff. And that was that was really cool. But like I like I would rather be like a badass villain that like in a costume than like again, I have some costumes that are probably like 
more sexy and revealing and those usually make me feel a little self-conscious and I feel less badass in them. Um, like Deathstroke, I felt like an absolute monster all weekend and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had the mask and the eye patch and like complete armor head to toe and it was the best. Like that's how I, f- I feel the best that way. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And villains have way much, have, have way more fun. So of course. Yeah. Fun, so much more personality. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your, what's your favorite convention to attend? So it, that one is actually a tie because, and I, I don't know if I have this love for Megacon because it was like my first real con, like big convention, but that one it, it's ran so well. There's so many people, but it never felt like it was overcrowded. Mm. The guest list is insane. And again, it's in Florida in like April, which is when Michigan still sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> like you're getting away. It's 80 degrees. It's beautiful. And you're hanging out. So I love Megacon. And I also really like C2E2 in Chicago. Like, it's close enough that you can drive. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend get, like, an awesome close Airbnb every year. And, again, like, they seem to cater a lot to not just, like, media guests, but also, yeah. like, comic creators and artists. And, like, I got to meet some of my favorite artists and buy prints in person. And it was just, like, I love C2E2 for the, how they run events. Yeah, their artist alley is insane. It's insane. It's, it's the amazing. best artist alley I've ever been to. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I went to New York last year, New York Comic Con, and I did not like it. Honestly. Really? I, I did not. It was, like... You couldn't move even in Artist Alley. You could hardly see anything because there were just swarms of people everywhere. Like I couldn't do San Diego for that reason either. Yeah, it, it, mm. New York has more attendance now than San Diego. It really? was, wow. it's, it, it's it has surpassed them in, in attendance wise. It doesn't have the name brand yet. San Diego has, but it has surpassed them. It's That's crazy. It is insane. It like. I felt claustrophobic and anxious the entire time just because, like, you can't anywhere. You're just elbow to elbow with people no matter where you go. And it's just – I don't yeah. think I'd go back. That's too too big for me. I like, like, a moderate-sized yeah. convention. It's my jam. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Can you tell us about the BAM show? Yes, of course. So – A year and a half ago, my friend Terrell started a weekly web series, and he posted on his Facebook that he was looking for two co-hosts, male and a female, to talk movies, comics, uh, reviews, cosplay, conventions, just cover it all. And I reached out to him and told him I would be really interested in that. And I have been doing that for a year and a half with Chris Brown, who owns mm-hmm. Comics and More in Madison Heights. Yeah. And I met Chris the first day we filmed. And I am telling you, by week three, he was like my brother. Mm-hmm. Like, He's we, so great. He is the best. Mm-hmm. And we have so much fun on the show. And like we took a couple, like because I had conventions and I tr- was traveling recently, we took a few weeks off and came back recently. And I'm telling you, by this point, it doesn't even – you don't even notice the camera. You don't even notice the topics because they don't feel like topics. Like you're literally like Chris and I and Terrell are just chatting about the movies we just watched and the shows we just finished. And there happens to be a camera and people happen to watch it. But it's just – 
every week we get together and just like nerd out about random stuff and it gets taped. It is so much fun. Cool. So where can we find that? So we have a Facebook page called The BAM Show. Um, I don't actually know the link, but if you just Google the band yeah. show, it'll sh- it'll show right up. We cool. do live videos almost every Sunday uh, at two thirty, and it is super fun. And we are silly, and it's we get out of control. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's a blast. Um, very cool. Well, we have one Instagram question, and that is from <laughs> one bearded captain. Captain America, yes. who asks if date. you could date any comic book character, who would it be and why? And I saw this. I'm glad that I saw this yesterday so I could reflect <laughs> upon it. Yes. Uh, because it was tough. Because, you know, like, he didn't go into detail. Is he saying, like, long-term date? Is he saying, like, more casual dating? Because there are different answers for all of those things. But I went with like a long-term boyfriend, and it has to be Bruce Banner. He is just so sweet, and he is kind of nerdy and dorky, and but he's, like, super adorable, and he is sensitive, and, like, but he also has his Hulk side where, like, he's protective and, like, got some nice abs and chest going on and, like, I, Bruce Banner is it for me. Yeah, and you also did She-Hulk, I think I saw that. I yeah. did. Yeah. That fits perfectly. Yes. Excellent. So I, Bruce Banner has to be my long-term guy. Mine, I, mine would be Dick Grayson because he has a nice butt. He does have a nice butt. That good answer. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Thank a good you. I really like butts. So Butts are nice. Yeah. I agree. If I went there, it would have to be Luke Cage. Oh. He's got a nice butt. Nice everything. It's very <laughs> I would take that man to coffee. Etc. <laughs> 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 uh, and finally, our last question from Will. So when you're wearing, like, let's say your Lady Death costume. Oh, jeez. How do you pee? And this is this is how me do I asking pee? you via Bob. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Bob was like, you have to Bob, ask this Yeah, question. this is actually okay, mandated by the station. So, so yeah. it's funny that that's the costume you choose because Lady Death is a bra and underwear. Is it, it's the, very easy to maybe pee. I'm oh, of so a different your most one. obtrusive cosplay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different one then. I know you so have some pretty crazy I armor do. ones. And what's... What's really crazy, and this is going to blow your mind, um, if I do have something that is hard to get out of, unless, like, the only costume that I can remember peeing in is, like, something that is just a spandex bodysuit that's zipped up and zipped down, Mm -hmm. I literally don't drink water or anything from the time I wake up. I know that's not good advice, (laughs) but, like, I don't pee when I'm at conventions because it is insane to try and get in and out of some of those costumes it really is so (laughs) that is my secret i just don't (laughs) i wait until i can get back home (laughs) we do not endorse that in this show (laughs) (laughs) no it's probably not that her views are not affiliated (laughs) please make sure you're drinking your gallon of water a day (laughs) and the thing is is Outside of conventions, I'm, like, incredibly hydrated. And I I drink well over a gallon every day. But during conventions, unless it's, like, a costume, like I said, I can easily, like, the Silver Sable, Black Cat, uh, Dagger. Those are easy to get in and out of, no problem. But, like, Hippolyta, 
I had like three corsets. I had a skirt. I had a cape. I had wrist guards, leg guards. Like it, it was a pain. Like it just was not worth it to even try. (laughs) Yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's rough. It is so rough. (laughs) Um, I think that about wraps it up for us on okay. that note <laughs> now you know how i do it now me. we know Yay. that's all i'm here for uh, that's it. <laughs> then to cry every once in a while uh, in an yeah. episode yeah didn't cry this time no yeah. oh, I'm, the I'm, night i'm so storm. happy i didn't <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me this has been really fun good i'm so glad yeah. um we'd love to have you on again sometime of course i live yes. like a mile up the road so it's, sweet it's perfect very simple um <laughs> what uh is there anything that you'd like to plug while you're here uh no just it was really going to be the bam show but we'll, we'll cover that we'll cover it like a champ yeah. i wanted to make sure that, you got to talk about it <laughs> okay so yeah no that that would have been my one plug awesome so check out the bam show on facebook and they have live videos every sunday around 2 30 yes we do perfecto unless it's a holiday like this weekend <laughs> There you go. So, Tori, what would you like to plug? Uh, just follow my Instagram, uh, Polar underscore Phoenix, or my Facebook page, Polar Phoenix Cosplay. Cool. No Twitter still. Or ever, probably. Probably. Twitter. Um, <laughs> right. And Instagram's so positive. Why would you go to Twitter? Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Instagram is great. I don't, um, I don't understand Twitter. It's just like retweet stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just can't handle it. So... I also do not have a Twitter. Uh, well, I did, but I don't really do anything with it anymore. Um, you can find me at Real Kiki Elise on Instagram. That's R E A L K I K I E L I S E. And what about you, Will? You can actually find me on Twitter at uh, Jagoon is Real. <laughs> it's literally just me saying my Instagram post to Twitter because I also am over Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I think, I have more social media followers on any other account. Is my Twitter is the most people follow me on? So I don't know really? why. <laughs> you have like over a thousand followers on Mine's Twitter. Like wow, total opposite of that. <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at um, Willow's Pizza. Please check out RipPearl.com. Use code Wookie Ten for ten percent off. We record here live at Podcast Detroit Studios, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Check out Falling Down Beer Company. Tell them Podcast Detroit sent you for a dollar off. Excellent. And once again. Thanks for listening from Cosplay Confidential. This is Kiki, Tori, Rowan, and Will. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. Beep.